Welcome again to another episode of Schoolie Giveaways. Presented, as always, by Schoolie Foundation, this is episode number four. This is a very unique podcast where we read stories submitted by our courageous community in an attempt to win the ultimate prize, a fully converted schoolie that represents not just the mode of transportation, but a vessel of dreams. This episode is brought to us by Nick. It's titled Nick's Story, and it reads, Good afternoon. I'm Nick. My brother always told me that I'd never be satisfied unless I lived a life worthy of reading about in a book. So, I've been writing a book. The story starts at many places, but for the sake of this message, I'll start it within the last few years. I suppose my story starts, as many do, with a series of heartbreaks. First, the most mild of which, a common breakup, which through the mundane still stung quite a bit. This was compounded a few weeks later when my career as a content creator through guilt of association became a target of a group with a difference in opinion of my own. This resulted in being doxxed, having threats sent to me with Google pictures of my apartment. There were a few prowlers who came sniffing around, but I didn't leave the house much, so they scattered when spotted. Nevertheless, it killed my career because the influx of hate critics essentially convincing the algorithm that my content was favored by those types of individuals. However, these were minor inconveniences compared to what came after. As 2020 descended upon the planet, freezing the world almost in place, my father suffered a stroke and a week later passed away. A week later, my daughter, who I had been fighting through family courts for, was ordered to stay in place with her mother. This would lead to a two-year period in which she denied me contact, effectively cutting me off of my own flesh and blood, without any help afforded me from the courts. Enduring this, I found myself soon living with a woman I had known for years. We grew very close. I suppose you could say we fell in love. This too was not to last, though. As in September 2021, a year and two weeks from the date of my father passing, I found her incoherent in our bed. A mix of alcohol medications and a heart condition claimed her in the night. So sorry. The next morning was the worst morning of my life. I began therapy which helped me with the overall trauma. For the first time, I had a very good and tight community around me. Marley, my late love, left behind a big black cat who I had since adopted and named Loaf. However, rents as they were became challenging to pay and unobtainable. As eviction came, and my friend who had offered me a place to stay retracted his offer, I began borrowing and sold what I could, ultimately managing to afford a small, rather dilapidated shuttle van and took to sleeping in the streets. This was in New Hampshire during the summer. I knew I would need to either find a place to stay or leave New England. When winter came, as neither Loaf nor I would make it without adequate insulation and heating. Furthermore, the city of Manchester had devolved rapidly in the time I'd been there, with homelessness spiking, people using, skyrocketing, and violence about every night just outside my street-side windows. Twice I had to run off potential burglars who tried to open my doors and windows. It was not a good place. In October of 2022, after a friend asked if I could help him move to Georgia to take care of his mother, who suffered from advanced and progressive dementia, I saw the opportunity and leapt on it, filling the cheap and, in retrospect, dangerous shuttle with his things and driving down the coast. Three tire blowouts, two electrical shorts, one battery change, and a whole lot of open road in a Dodge vehicle 
with pangs of anxiety later, wondering where the next wire would arc or tire would blow, I finally limped across the finish line in Athens. Over the next year, now this past year, I tried to find steady work. Though in a college town, it's primarily a service industry, and that's primarily seasonal. Thankfully, however, I managed over the year to carve out the beginning of a real career as a writer and voiceover artist, all working from the remote home studio I assembled over time. Things began looking up. I felt optimistic for the first time in ages. Then in August, I got a call. It was my brother informing me my mother was really sick with cancer. Lung cancer, stage four to be exact. Flying back up north, I spent a week with my siblings, performing what hospice duties were required, and when I could, making her laugh. She went peacefully in her sleep, while my brother and sister and I sat around the bed, sharing drinks and stories and laughs. It was so quiet, we didn't even notice until she was gone. Though exceptionally painful, there was a catharsis to seeing her off. My mother and I had experienced the falling out and hadn't spoken in some time. Managing to be there in the end to say my goodbyes and let go of what was, in retrospect, were our stupid and irrelevant differences held a sort of dark beauty. Added to this, her passing facilitated my reunion both with my sister, who I'd fallen out of touch with many years ago, as well as my daughter, who upon learning of her grandmother's impending passing, demanded she be allowed to visit and say her goodbyes in spite of her mother's venomous objections. That was the first time I had seen her in over two years. We remain in contact now, talking daily. She has plans after graduating high school in a couple of years to getting her own van and joining me on the road, adventuring and exploring the country. This may sound like a very dark and piteous story, but the truth is, as horrible and tragic as things have been, the lessons have been invaluable. When my Marley passed, once I moved past the initial trauma at her funeral, I promised her that I'd live the rest of my life trying to be the man she saw me as. An impossible task, really. As to her, I hung the moon, but a worthy one. To live better, to be better, every day, to be kind and helpful, just as she saw me. A lifelong Doctor Who fan, to be her doctor. I still strive for that. And just as with the passing of my mother, facilitating the reunion with my sister and daughter and tightening the bonds with my brother, I've learned to look for glimmers of light in the dark. The reason to not only carry on, but to actively look forward and seek out the kind of life and adventure I desire. Knowing that through loss, pain will occur. So will beauty, wonder, and joy. As it stands now, my poor shuttle simply isn't roadworthy. I had to abandon sleeping in it down in Georgia as black mold crept inside, sadly destroying most of my remaining things, along with making it unsuitable to stay inside. I've been on a sofa bed for the last eight months or so, just dreaming of getting back on the open road, now with my remote work. I've always felt most at peace when traveling, though it has been my privilege to help my friend with his aging mother, as I did the same with my father before his passing. She will often forget who I am entirely, demanding I leave and that I'm a trespasser. I know it's simply her disease causing this. I'm reminded that this is not my home, that I am but a guest, and soon it will be time to move on. It breaks my heart once more to watch this happen to a person after seeing it with my father. Thankfully, though, my friend has learned a great deal. So, I believe this chapter of my story has come to an end.
With one of your schoolies, I could finally, truly begin my journey and maybe complete my healing. I wish to see the clear night skies and the deep desert and the roaring peaks of the Rockies. I wish to breathe in the Pacific Ocean from a bluff along the highway and wander into the great forest of the PNW. I hope you consider me for your giveaway, as it would change my life. And not to sound conceited or entitled, but I think I could stand to catch a win after all this. Thank you for your time and for reading through all that. Writer's curse, I suppose. Thanks. Nick. All right, everybody, that was today's story. We hope you enjoyed the story, and please remember, we need you to be part of this incredible journey. Your voice matters. Your vote can change lives. Thank you for tuning in and kindly go cast your vote for each of the stories that touched your heart, especially this one. This is more than a podcast. It's a movement, a shared experience, and a testament to the incredible power of community storytelling. Remember, follow this page. Become part of the Schoolie Giveaway, where every voice, every story, and every vote has the power to turn dreams into reality. Go vote for this story on all of our social media channels, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast platforms. Every vote, every view, every share, and every comment helps each story get closer to their goal. Check us out at schooliefoundation.com. You can submit your story either at schooliefoundation.com or you can email it to us at mystory at schooliegiveaway.com. You can check in the comment section. It's going to be available there as well. Thank you very much for your time, and we'll see you in the next episode.